Before we get to the podcast, I wanted to make sure that you knew that my online knee course with Lenny Macrina is on sale for $200 off this week. If you want to learn exactly how to evaluate and treat the knee, you're going to love our comprehensive course where we cover our clinical examination, exercise progressions, and specific information on ACL, meniscus, patellofemoral, articular cartilage, osteoarthritis, and so much more. Plus, you can earn a ton of CEU credit. The course is on sale this week for $200 off. Head to MikeReynolds.com slash knee for more information and to sign up today. On this episode of the Ask Mike Reynolds Show, we talk about offering discounts for physical therapy services. The Ask Mike Reynolds Show. Helping people feel better, move better, and perform better. Before we get to the podcast, I wanted to make sure you knew about my free online course on the introduction to performance therapy and training. If you want to learn how to get started optimizing and enhancing performance, this is the course for you. Head to MikeReynolds.com slash performance to sign up today. Welcome back, everybody, to the latest episode of the Ask Mike Round Show. I'm here with some of the crew from Champion PT Performance answering your questions. Uh, we have Mike Scudero, Kevin Coughlin, Dwesh Padel, Jonah Monlock, and Lenny Macrina here answering your questions. What do we, what do we have today for students, Len? We have some uh, lovely students. We have uh, Dan Quillen from Mary Baldwin University. Uh, D, DQ, D, like Dairy Queen, uh, is an obvious uh, nickname. Uh, Chris Clary from Anderson University in Anderson, South Carolina. Um, beautiful area of the country, if you've ever been. Anderson and Greenville is just beautiful this time of year. And Luke Hopper from UAB and Northwest Alabama the home of Luke Hopper and the Hopper family, if interested. Thank you guys for joining us for the fall. That was great. Good, great job, Len. All right, who do we have for a, a question today, <laughs> students? DQ, up. All right. Yes, sir. Um, so we have Maddie from Ontario, um, and she asked, hey, guys, as a private clinic, how do you handle parents and patients asking you as a therapist for discounts for your services? This is happening more and more to me, especially with long-term rehabs like ACL patients who are in the clinic for nine plus months. Do you offer packages for these long-term patients? Do you let them know the full cost of nine plus months of rehab up front so they have time to plan? Any thoughts on how to navigate these conversations would be great. Thanks. I, that's that's a good question, Maddie. You know, and it's interesting that I, I like how you started at the beginning here that you're seeing it more and more happen to you, yeah. which is interesting, which I think <laughs> is probably going to lead the start of this discussion of this is why you don't do discounts. Right, right. <laughs> right because <laughs> where does it end? Your question. <laughs> yeah, I mean, where does it end? But but I get it. You're feeling the pressure of it. So, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, historically, we've been through the same thing, Maddie. So just to make you feel better, we've been through this too. And we're trying to figure out what's the best thing to do. Like, how do we do these sorts of things? Um, but, you know, um, I don't know. You want to be sensitive to your clientele, obviously, but I think you also have to be sensitive to you, right? And the value that you bring to these people and whether or not they they value that as, as much as you do, right? So, um, you know, I think that's interesting. But I, I don't know, Len, we've been through this a little bit with PTs. Like, you know, we treat people for a long time, right? I mean, yeah. How much do we deal with this discount thing? I, I feel like 
it's come uh, up in the past. But. It's come up, but not as much as you think. So we've right. never really had, we have people ask, you know, if they know they're coming for a month or, or two months, or they know they're having a big surgery, like an ACL. Um, but we never really, I mean, we've never entertained it and we've never done it. And I think we just, we've priced ourselves, hello, we've priced ourselves um, correctly. We think in the market that people value us and we don't have to do the discount. Um, I think people just know ahead of time that what they value in the information that we're going to provide and, and take care of their child, if that's the case, then it's worth it to them. It's, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's, it's humbling, it's shocking, and it makes me keep my game up and stay on top of things because I don't want to disappoint. And I know the life of this person that I'm going to be rehabbing for the next nine plus months um is in my hands oftentimes with the, some of the decisions i have to make and some of the advice i have to give so um i don't want to discount that we and and if, never mind if somebody uh pays for nine months worth of rehab and they get back in eight months for whatever the injury is do i want to have to then give a refund on that money <laughs> um that's you know it's just it gets awkward um so i think it, i think you said it yourself uh, the person that asked the question is, you know, you get a lot of these uh, inquiries um, or you've seen a lot of people that can be long-term rehab. There's a reason why they value you. They value your information and, and your your ability to, to do rehab for that particular injury. So don't discount yourself. I really think it's important. Um, and I think you've settled into a nice niche and, and go with it. And I think people respect that. They'll ask, of course, but I think you respectfully say, we, ju- we just don't do that. We just don't have that concept here. And I think most people are fine with it. Um, they want yeah. to work with you, you know, that, and that's that, it. That's a good point. I will say in the youth sports world, right? Parents, there's certain parents too, that they're just like, it's part of the game for them, but like, they're always trying to get discounts on things like, you know, do you have sibling discounts? Do you have this discount? Do you have this discount? It's just, it's like such a common thing. I just think parents just get used to asking that because so many, so many people get it, you know, and we've had this, you know, there's, I I think there's two components to this question for you though, right, Maddie? Like there's the humanity of it and then there's the business of it, right? Business wise, like, so like, say like a sibling discount, you hear about that sort of stuff or a package discount like you know you're you're gonna you're gonna offer a five percent discount i mean mean, who cares right like that's i mean it's just it's not that big of a discount to entice somebody you're probably just losing five percent if you if you offer that discount yeah i think you would use it from a business perspective when you are trying to drum up business and maybe like your schedule is low or something like that and you're actually getting started with something because what you're doing is you're offering somebody a discount for guaranteeing longevity Right. And if you're early in your career or you're, you're early in this process with that, that would, that, that could be a good business move for you. But you do have to be careful. It's a slippery slope because then people are always going to be asking for discounts for everything. And, and where does it end? Right. You're going to be, you're going to keep offering like discounts. The humanity aspect, I get your point. I, it's almost like you feel bad charging for the service you do. But I mean, you get a haircut every month, right? Or whatever. Although I don't know, Maddie, you, I don't know what women do. Women, it's not every month, right? But you know, you, you get, you get haircuts a lot, right? You, people go to massage all the time. People go to skill instructors like golf instructors or baseball instructors for like lessons, right? Those sorts of things. Like I wouldn't devalue yourself, right? It's, that's not fair to you. I, and I think that's, that's the component here is you feel bad for the person right? And you don't want to charge them as much, but you're the one that's then going to technically suffer financially from that because you're giving a discount because you feel bad for charging what you're worth. So keep that in mind. But I don't know, I, I, anybody else have more perspective? Like Dewey, I know like in the gym, you deal with this a little bit, but what, what are some other thoughts about discounts and stuff that you've dealt with? 
Yeah, no, I mean, you and Lonnie definitely, you know, nailed the aspect of it. I think people are just in the habit of asking. I think it's just, you know, kind of part of the thing when you have, let's say, multiple kids or, you know, you have a whole family training with a facility or whatever. Like we got the question about a family discount all the time. Um, I think people are just inclined to ask. And I think if you can make it really awkward or you can just say no and stick to what your business values are and just move on. And they're, they're still going to train with you and they're going to be fine. They're not going to resent you for it. Um, so I think that first part of the barrier is just being confident in what you provide and, you know, the, the value that you're actually able to demonstrate. Um, but what I want to piggyback off on is what you said towards the end, Mike, of devaluing yourself by offering discounts all the time. I'd argue that, you know, you could get into that like slippery slope of eventually cascade effect. You're devaluing the industry, right? If you, if you offer a discount and now you're cheaper than, you know, the facility next to you, well, what are they going to do to market? Well, maybe they start lowering their prices. And then everyone in that area lowers prices. And then the entire industry now makes less, but you still do the same amount of work and you still provide the same amount of value. Right. And I, I think this can definitely get a little tricky. I mean, I, I can go off on this. It's something that I've been thinking about just in like the fitness side of things, because we know how saturated the market is with, you know, training and personal trainers and strength coaches and stuff right now. Um, but yeah, I, I think anything that we can do to, you know, be confident in the value that we provide and not devalue the entire industry or not devalue yourself is, is definitely going to be something that we got to think about, not just offer discounts because someone asks. Yeah. I, I think historically with champion, we've used discounts more as like front end offers, right? Like yes. we're trying to get people in the door. So like Mike Scaduto, right? Like golf performance where we may offer like a, you know, like a cheaper, you know, like than a normal session, like, Hey, like get a, you know, TPI assessment for X dollars. Like that's sort of our discount, but it's to get them in our funnels, again, them to our, our core offerings, right. From a front end offer. That's how we would potentially use it. But you only want to do that when you need business, right? Like once you're established, right? Just giving a discount because you feel bad is, is I don't think, I don't think you're val valuing yourself or the industry enough, right? Like, like I think Duesh made a good point there. Um, but you know, we're also very reasonably priced. I think a champion, like we don't, you know, we're intentionally probably low on the scale of what we charge from around here because we, you know, we also are conscious of that, Maddie. Like, I think like we made our prices very uh, competitive. I don't know if competitive is right where we made our prices very uh, affordable. I don't even know. I mean, affordable is all relative too, right? But it's, uh, there are a lot of people that are more expensive than us, but we, we don't think that's how we wanted to do it. Right. So you could argue that we just priced ourselves what we thought was fair for both us and them. And, and we ran with it. And, and I think once you get busy, I think you're pretty good. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, good stuff. Awesome. Anything else? Everybody good. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. a good, that's a good answer. So Maddie, you got this, you know, I, I think, you know, you know, feel good in, in the service you provide and charge what it's worth. And I think, I think that's the best way to do it. So awesome. Uh, if you have more questions like that, anything you want to talk about PT sports performance, career advice, business, stuff like this, just head to mikeround.com, click on that podcast link and please, please, please go, go to Apple podcast, Spotify and rate review, subscribe. So you can keep getting these episodes. Thanks again. We'll see you on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, head to mikerinal.com slash podcast and fill out the form to submit your question. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. And please share this with your friends to help spread the word. It would really mean so much to us. Please check out all my online courses, articles, newsletter, and more at mikerinal.com. 
There's always a ton of great perks for my newsletter subscribers. And be sure to check for my other podcast, the Sports Physical Therapy Podcast, where I go deep into topics and interview leaders within our field. See you on the next episode.